0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 64 of Preston Jensen's podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Preston. Tonight, I've got a very special guest. I was trying to think of a way to describe him. At first, I was going to say, hey, it's my friend from high school, but I can't really say that because he was my friend from elementary school, and I can't really say that because I feel like he's been a friend longer than that. He was in my wedding. I was in his wedding, uh, we went to college together, we went to high school together, elementary school together. So, uh, without further ado, Isaac Olson is my guest tonight. Isaac, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, Isaac is an employee of Microsoft, and I thought what a perfect opportunity to have him on to talk a little bit about Microsoft 11. Um I know he wasn't sitting back there developing Microsoft 11, but uh, it sounds like you've had a little bit of time to play around with the beta. What are your initial thoughts?
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, with Windows 11, um, it's it's kind of a – it's just like a, to me it keeps the familiarity of Windows 10, which, which actually people have really loved and has probably been – one of the longest versions of windows out there actually without um changing um and uh but it just gives that kind of fresh new look kind of like uh when you get a new iphone um and everything's familiar uh but uh but it feels quicker cleaner crisper so um you know, I, I can say that as a Microsoft employee, I still love my iPhone. So, oh,
0: oh that's good to hear that uh, you work with both of them because I'm kind of in the uh, creative community or the YouTube community, it seems like most people would use a Mac computer. And in the business uh, industry, most people would probably use a PC. But it seems like with the release or the upcoming release of Microsoft 11 and uh, Apple products today, it seems like those are kind of converging. Uh, do you think that's the case?
1: Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, if you watched like the keynote for Windows 11, uh, they talked a lot about the, you know, putting you in the center, right? Which uh, is more of a personal PC rather than a, a business PC, which is more uh, what kind of Apple goes for usually. um and, you know, some of the ideas, too, like, you know, when you're using your MacBook and such, your, your bar in the middle is on the bottom in the middle uh, of your screen. And that's kind of what they're doing here. Um, but, the, but the idea is kind of getting the person at the center of it and making it more personalized to you rather than, um, you know, you adapting to it.
0: And I think that's key because we all know what happened when Microsoft decided to get rid of something like the start button and how <laughs> big of a commotion that caused. What, what, uh, I can't even remember when they had, or when they moved the start button. You remember that? Yeah. Uh, yep. um, I can't remember off the top uh, of my head,
1: but. So, uh, Windows Vista did for a little bit. Um, and then Windows eight, they also... Did a similar and uh, anything you look up on on Windows 11, uh, every YouTuber every YouTuber says, uh, well, so you had Windows XP, and then you had Windows Vista, and then you had Windows 7, and then you had Windows 8, and then you had Windows 10. And so will Microsoft break the cycle with Windows 11 because it's every other version has been a flop. <laughs> and
0: for those of you only listening to the audio version of that, Isaac was giving the thumbs up, thumbs down for each year. So hopefully Windows 11 will break that cycle. And from the screenshots I've seen and from the keynote that I watched, it seems like it's going to be very user friendly with uh, the consumer in mind. Um uh, like like Isaac was saying, with the iPhone, everything just seems familiar, and I feel like that's going to be the case with Windows 11. Um, some of the other features that I think uh, Windows beats Apple in is some of the um, productivity um, features that it has as far as snapping grids and stuff. Uh, what can you say about that?
1: Yeah, the you know, a lot of people don't even realize that uh, even in current Windows 10, Uh, Windows 8 actually started it. You can hit the Windows key and hit the left arrow, right arrow, and it snaps the screens to the left and right. Um, And, uh, yeah, a lot of people don't even realize I was already there, but they took that a step further now. And, you know, you hit your Windows key, and you can just, you can snap four different apps and, or, you know, or three and have uh, one be on the left side and then two on the right side split up. Um, and it does it in a smart way so that you can still see everything on the screen that you need to see, but you can have multiple things without the need for multiple monitors all the time.
0: I know that was one of the biggest uh, frustrations for me when I went from a PC to a Mac. Uh, the first thing I went to is when I had like a word document up, I like to just drag it to the side and have it snap into place in the middle. I like to Mm -hmm. snap a website to the side and have it snap into the middle and, uh, when I at the time when I switched over to Apple, they didn't have that feature. You had to have um, extra software in order for that to run, and I actually purchased that software, and it was kind of, kind of buggy and uh, talk about frustrating. And it's just something so little, but it's so important. Um, I, I'm yeah. very excited to see the different snapping tile features because I think that's going to be a big improvement to what's already kind of superior um is there anything else that you think is a little trick like that that's going to be awesome for this new experience
1: yeah and actually on on top of the snapping uh it when you're so you're docked at your uh workspace and you've got your multiple monitors and you've got you know your outlook open over here and your you know quickbooks open over there and and whatever uh you know when you undock and then you go bring your computer home or whatever, and you start working or, or um, you know, just you got to go to a meeting, so you get bring your computer there. Uh, all your windows are, are now kind of just jumbled and minimized and whatever, you know? So with Windows 11 now, it memorizes where your windows were. So you get back to your desk, you dock, everything's back where it used to be. And so you can just pick up where you left off.
0: That is a huge feature. And uh, for someone, like you working at Microsoft, you're using the, uh, what uh, are you using the Surface or what do you guys use at work?
1: Yeah, um, most of us now are using Surfaces. Uh, you know, not not all of us, but I've been uh, on a Surface Pro 4. Uh, I've had that for about five years or so. And then I've had my Surface Book 2 uh, for about two and a half years. and that is by far the best computer slash tablet that I've ever used in my life uh, because it truly is a full functioning computer, can do everything you need, has loads of processing, uh, huge hard drive and extra graphics card built into the keyboard when you're docked. Um, you know, So I just, I love the Surface Book and that's, if anyone ever asked for like, oh, what's the best laptop, what would you get? I would splurge on a Surface Book. Uh, that, to me, is the way to go.
0: Well, you've already sold a couple people in my family on the Surface Book. I know my brother and my dad both got it, and both of them absolutely love it. And I'm, I'm kind of curious, because I guess I don't have a iPad or a Surface Book. If you were to get one of them, they're pr- it seems like if you were to get an a, a iPad Pro and a Surface Book, they're pretty similarly priced. But it seems like the surface book would have so much more functionality with the capability of being an actual computer uh, is that true or
1: yeah yep definitely i mean it and the the other thing about you know the the with the ipad pro is okay you you pay just as much as the surface book or whatever to to get it and then you got to buy the keyboard right right yeah <laughs> that's another, see, that's you know, in my mind it's like, bucks, right yep and you know, and, and plus, majority of, of business applications aren't um, going to work on an on a Apple, you know, um, iPad Pro. But with kind of the future going cloud, um, you know, majority of like Microsoft Dynamics products now, um, you can actually just run right through a browser. So you could run that on an iPad, you could run it through anything. Um, as long as you have the keyboard and all the computing power and everything is going through you know Azure and, and our Microsoft servers and everything and um, so it's you know Microsoft's adapted to the point where a lot of our products were making them compatible with everything because we want you to love your device and be able to use our products on any device and not not choose us just because the device you like doesn't work with you know what you want to use.
0: Right, and that's another thing I was excited about when I was looking at this uh, Microsoft 11 is that it looks like it's adding a lot of capability for the Xbox. Uh, And that's something both of us are very into, the Xbox. Uh, Actually, my nephew was just asking me the other day. He said, Preston, why do you like the Xbox over Xbox? playstation and i said well easy it's got uh more power um Mm -hmm. (laughs) but another (laughs) another reason is obviously all of my friends play on xbox and it just seems like it's a lot more seamless when everyone has the same thing uh now with cross compatibility it's probably not as big an issue but uh it's nice Mm -hmm. when all of us run the same machine um what are some of the features that uh, windows 11 has for gaming
1: uh so they actually took the technology that they built for the xbox series x uh with auto hdr and they built it right into the operating system uh so you can basically take a lot of your old games and upscale them to have automatic hdr uh and just you know make them look new again um, which is pretty pretty cool
0: see here's something i haven't tried but I, i I think it works. Somehow you're supposed to be able to play uh, through your Xbox
1: onto a computer. Have you done that? Uh, so I have tried through my phone, actually okay. hooking up my uh, Xbox controller to Bluetooth to my iPhone, and then uh, you can remote into your Xbox and, and play through that. Um, and But I was doing that during, Kind of their beta phase, Uh, and there was some latency there. Where I think they're, I think they're, they've kind of fine tuned some of those things. But it's one of those things where it would work great for like a role playing game, uh, you know, like a single player game where uh, the latency doesn't really matter. And um, where like if you're playing Call of Duty online, um, you know, obviously you can't afford to have any lag or latency. Um, between the connection, but a lot of, you know, a lot of Xbox's games now, we actually make them so that they're native for PC also. So you can actually just install the full game on the PC side um, and you can even just use your Xbox account um, to, you know, to log in and and download a lot of those uh, probably both ways.
0: Really, all of this stuff is pretty outrageous. When you think back to When we were younger and we were playing on the PlayStation 1, even back to the NES, I mean, and when those came out, when the N64 came out, I remember everyone thinking, you know what, we'll never see anything better than this. And now we're talking about playing our Xbox, uh, bringing a controller along, playing it through our phone, playing it on the computer, coming home, playing it on your TV. It just doesn't even seem possible. And to top it all off, the graphics, you know, I'm going to say it, Uh, it doesn't seem like they could get any better than they are now, but I know in a couple of years, Microsoft will release a new Xbox and we'll be shocked again. Um, I mean, uh, I, I think back to like, when we played Aladdin on, what what was that? Sega Genesis or something? Sega
1: Genesis, yep.
0: (laughs) And back then I remember thinking, my goodness, this is just perfect. Well, uh, looking back now, I, uh, played aladdin again uh 2021 and it's like man how can we even play this because it's so (laughs) everything's so pixelated and stuff but uh Mm -hmm. at the time uh that's all you have so i mean it looked awesome but uh uh it seems like the gaming industry is just moving so quick and uh but it still is kind of fun to go back and play some of the old games um you have anything yeah, to say almost, on that I mean uh, do you yeah do you, I mean uh...
1: I yeah I almost I almost get too frustrated trying to play those old games whether it's you know uh, Sonic or, or yeah. Mario or whatever just just because I feel like I'm pressing the button at the right time and, it, and what what I'm pressing doesn't happen on the screen exactly you know, we're, we're so spoiled with everything working so perfect with, with all our new technology and everything and um i actually watched a uh documentary on kind of uh the conception of or or kind of the beginning of video games and with blockbuster and stuff okay Uh, and they were trying to uh create more game rentals and they said well if we make the game too easy people rent it for one day they beat it and then they never rent it again and so they were actually um some people were saying like the the lion king game do you remember that one? i remember I like, that uh, yes
0: absolutely yeah. very difficult
1: <laughs> yeah exactly the so the uh, i can't wait to be king level where the monkeys are throwing you around uh they actually coded it so that one of the monkeys would only catch you even if you timed it just perfect a, on certain tries. Oh. so that you would intentionally fall down and die and couldn't beat the level every time. Oh my goodness So then people would rent the game more often so that they could try to beat it next time. Oh <laughs> uh, well that's
0: totally frustrating. I mean <laughs> Yeah. I'm glad I didn't and know I get, that back then.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. After I saw it, I, I knew the exact spot they were talking about too because I remembered how hard it was to time, you know, just pressing the button at the right time so that monkey would catch you and throw you the next one.
0: Well <laughs> the other thing I think of, uh, how frustrating it was to not beat the level, but the problem with those games is there's no save points. So you lose, you go to the beginning, which was totally mm-hmm. frustrating too. Actually, that game might have been new enough where it had a couple save points, but still, you went way back farther than like today. It seems like uh, you die and then boom, you're right back where you were in in any of the games we play, but, uh, uh, another thing I want to talk about, I want to touch here cause everyone on my podcast is probably thinking, man, you're, uh, how old and you're still playing video games, but, uh, uh, we've got a fun little tradition with all of our friends. Uh, it seems like every Friday night after about 10 o'clock, we all get together and we play call of duty or whatever the latest game is. And it's just a good way to stay connected with friends And I would say this is something that uh, we started during the pandemic and we couldn't be together, but we've been playing video games every Friday night for as long as I can remember. So um, Mm -hmm. for someone like me, who's actually not very good at video games at all, it's just a good social hour for me. But uh, for Isaac, he's able to socialize and dominate the world of Call of Duty (laughs) at the same time. So it's always a lot of fun. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and and the way I describe it too, because I I still I still bring my my Xbox to my in-laws when we go and stay there, and you know I'm Absolutely. 31 years old. Yep. And <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and, uh, and the way I describe it to them is, you know, some some people uh, go to the bars with their friends from 10 o'clock until you know 1 a.m. Uh, instead of doing that, me and my friends, we don't we we get together virtually and we get on Party Chat and. We just have a good time. And if we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. But you know, we just, we just have fun and get together and it's our way to catch up.
0: <laughs> but at the same time we can get very competitive if we're playing NBA jam. Now that's something we oh. have, we haven't played in a long time. And I don't know if any <laughs> of the listeners or anybody watching uh, knows anything about NBA jam, but it was discontinued. And uh, we we would love to have that game back because that was mm-hmm. one of our favorites for many years throughout college. Uh, we would get into some heated tournaments with all of our friends, and uh, we had a lot of fun with that. In fact, I didn't. You even reach out to EA Sports at one point and say, "Hey, we'd yep. like to take this over."
1: <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah i I tried to reach out to them and and went through the channels I could and just to see, you know, what what would it cost to get rights to that game uh to try to bring it back or you know or what can i do to um you know to get you guys to put your servers back up or or to help you build a fan base because uh you know i i would i would seriously invest in that in that game if we could bring it back that and it's nba jam on fire edition for those listening it it was uh for xbox 360 and it was when they brought back kind of the more 3d version uh and they had kind of the big head bobblehead mode uh, and, th- and that game was just so, it was so good. It was so
0: <laughs> good. And I-, I would definitely invest in that too. There's no question. And I feel like the potential with that game is endless. Cause I mean, all the downloadable characters you could have. And I feel like there's already such a nostalgic fan base from the old NBA jam that if you release that, everyone's going to be hopping on board. Because at the time this NBA jam on fire edition came out, it was kind of an afterthought then, too, wasn't it? Uh, at the time, wasn't it? Uh, I forget. Is it NBA 2K or something? Was uh, not 2K. Yeah, e- NBA, NBA Live. Live. Yep. Uh, yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For- they had quit making NBA Live, and then NBA Live was just making a comeback, um, and they kind of said they weren't quite ready for it. They needed another year, so it's almost like they kind of spun this up. I don't know if it was just because they needed more time or or what. Um, but it, it was an amazing game. And I actually I even I even reached out uh an email dude perfect Oh, and basically gave him a sales pitch and said, You can just have this idea for free. Yep. But if you put your dude perfect guys into that game and brought it back and then add sponsor teams like, oh now I've got a, a state farm team and now I've got a you know a progressive team and you got flow and you're playing NBA Jamma flow. I mean who wouldn't keep playing into this and who wouldn't even, I mean, I'd, I'd be paying, you know, if two bucks to, to add another team, download another team, I'd be forking out money left and right. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> I would be too. Uh, if anyone with EA sports is listening, let's make this happen and please cut me a deal so I can get a Jensen air, uh, team on there. So I don't know if I'm, I'd be able to uh, sponsor a team like everyone else, but I think that'd be sweet to have a Jensen air team or a ZPND team on there because Ooh, that's actually yes. our, uh, I guess for those of you who, uh, like the gaming side of things, our group or our gaming, uh, a group of friends that we have is called zpnd and actually we just kind of released a youtube channel i should have even thought of bringing that up that wasn't even in my notes but uh, we (laughs) got to promote that channel here as well because uh yeah it seems like constantly there's being clips put out on that um not from me but from a lot of my my friends who are good (laughs) at gaming but uh and and i isaac you're the one who uh, actually started that aren't you
1: yeah, I, was, I just thought, you know what? We we are constantly because and that and this is a, even another topic, but the Xbox app. Yeah, Cow is that an awesome app. I mean, that's unbelievable. To, <laughs> to have Xbox over PlayStation, right? right. Cuz I mean, it, you you download or you're you're playing your game and while you're playing, you do something cool, you know, you hit the button, it records your last 45 seconds of gameplay or whatever you have it set to, uploads it right to your app and you've got it on your phone. You can download it, send it to your friends. You can chop it up and iMovie it right on your phone. Um, it, I mean, it, it's so awesome. But we are sharing these awesome videos back and forth, and and pretty soon we created a Facebook page. So we have a Facebook page called Zombie Path because um, that's actually the Zombie Path, North Dakota is actually our um, our name, and
0: uh, or Notre Dame or uh, basically yeah. anything.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, they used to they used to confuse us with that every once in a yep. while back before we did party chat all the time we'd get yep. some people what are you from notre dame yep yep like, no north dakota and yep uh, but yeah that but, uh, uh,
0: uh that app is unbelievable because even the clips that come out of there they're high resolution i mean it's just it's spot yep. on you can't uh, can't really beat that as far as a sharing capability for gamers like us who are probably not going to have any type of recorder on the uh, extra piece of hardware. This way you're able to just, nope. uh, well, actually with the new Xbox, they incorporated that button right on the controller. But uh, nope. in, in fact, I still don't even use that button. I still do the Xbox button and X to, to, <laughs> uh, yep. to record. I, I but still do uh,
1: that. Uh, I still do that out of habit too. Um, yep. <laughs> I I even have on my Xbox elite controller, I have one of the paddles set up for recording, and the, I even hit, forget to hit that. I still just to have have to hit Xbox button X. Yep, it's, I it's always just... do that
0: as well. But uh, <laughs> that uh, that's just another feature that Microsoft is saying, hey, we want to make your life easier. Instead of pushing two mm-hmm. buttons, we'll make a new button so you can just push one. And uh, I, is, is that the same setup where it just does the exact same recording, whatever you have set for that button?
1: Yeah. Yep. And you, uh, I'm pretty sure you can even set it up where it automatically posts it to your Twitter account. Oh, and You wow. don't even have to do anything. It just, it uploads it, sends it out, pushes it. Um, they might have a couple different social media things for that. Um, but it's, for some reason, Twitter sticks out to me.
0: Well, that's the next thing we've got to set up because that's another opportunity that we're missing out on. Another thing we're missing out on is live streaming. Uh, and, uh, the thing with that though, we always uh kick the idea back and forth, but uh, we're catching up through the week and we don't want all our conversations broadcasted throughout the world. So it's nice to it's nice to just have some time where you're not being recorded, to be honest. But uh um that's something yep. we could think about in the future. Uh another topic I wanted to bring up tonight is sports. We've played sports through high school, through elementary school. Um We've went to a lot of sports, big sporting events together. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, we went to uh, a very awesome preseason Viking game together uh, Mm -hmm. where uh, I always thought it was overtime, but I I actually look back. I think they just won it at the end of regulation. Do you remember?
1: Yeah, I I think it was clock expiring Mm -hmm. um, in the fourth quarter. And I remember last play of the game, (laughs) last play of
0: the game and preseason. So a lot of people had funneled out of the stadium at that point, but we drove all the way from North Dakota to go see this game. And it was a night game. Uh, And I remember we got back to our vehicle in the parking ramp at about, (laughs) was it 11 or 12? I can't even yeah, remember. It
1: was, it was late.
0: But and
1: then yeah, and then drove back.
0: Drove back and the next morning I went to work. That was just about as tired as I've ever been, but totally worth it. And that same year, Isaac was at the Minneapolis Miracle game. Uh how awesome was that to be there live for something oh, like that.
1: The, uh, I've never experienced something that like that in my life. And I, I actually almost wore my Minneapolis Miracle t shirt. I've got the the gritty t-shirt on instead today. And uh,
0: <laughs> and for those of you just listening to this podcast, you'll have to head on over to my YouTube channel and see our outfits here. Usually I don't promote promote stuff that I'm wearing, but we did not plan this. We're both wearing Vikings hats, Viking t-shirts, and uh, mm-hmm. this wasn't planned. So head on over to YouTube and check that out. Um, yep. And uh, so the Minneapolis Miracle, it was even able to convert your brother into becoming a Viking fan at that point. Yep. How awesome yeah, is that?
1: My, oh, that was, that was it. my brother. His, growing up, he was always, he always liked the bad guys, like <laughs> cartoon, cartoon movies, all that stuff. He always wanted to be the bad guy. And I think that rolled over to some of his sports teams that he liked when he was younger. Cause He liked Frank Thomas on the White Sox. Yeah, and And see, we're big Twins fans
0: here, so we obviously don't like that.
1: (laughs) And then, and then, you know, big Vikings fans. Well, he likes Brian Urlacher for the Chicago Bears, so he was a big Bears fan for probably ten years of his life, maybe I don't know, maybe even more. But, uh, you know, and then take him to the Minneapolis Miracle, and on his way out, he's like. It's like, don't tell Preston yet, but <laughs> I, I'm converting to a, be a Vikings fan. This was just too amazing to, this is, you know, it's like basically like this is the right time to do it. You know what?
0: He didn't have to tell me because throughout uh, our entire lives, I've always known he secretly liked the Vikings. I, <laughs> I, there's too many Viking fans in his corner to not like them a little bit. So I think Yo. I think he's secretly like the Vikings all along. <laughs> but uh Yo. I'm I'm super excited for the season this year. I think uh, you know, typical Viking fan, uh this is our year. So um uh, I don't know how you're feeling on the season going in, but I think this is it.
1: You know, I told myself uh <laughs> after last season, I was like, I'm just not gonna get my hopes up this year. Just let's just try to make the playoffs and and do what we can do but then you know a lot of people you know a lot of people even true vikings fans just don't realize what the vikings actually went through last year with no anthony barr uh only had eric kendricks for part of the season um we signed the juggernaut who is just crazy good defensive lineman uh he opts out due to covid Daniil Hunter, our all-star pass rusher, out for season. So you take five of our, you know, best players on hey defense. Key guys, and really? Are known for, yeah, known for our elite defense. And you're basically putting in second string guys, and then your second strings are actually, you know, after you put your second string guys as starters, then you actually have special teams guys who are now starting on your defense or subbing into your defense. Um, Luckily, we had a a great offense last year that right. kept us in the games. Um, but you take our same offense because we really didn't lose anything, and Vikings are going to be a top-10 defense barring any injuries. Right, and that's, that, that's a that's big question for
0: any teams. I mean, uh, yep. hopefully that doesn't happen. And you can throw this on top, too, because at the start of last season, uh, we're coming off losing digs. And we don't know that Justin Jefferson is Justin Jefferson. So yep. uh, we didn't know that. Luckily, he looks like he's the next big superstar in the NFL. And uh, from everything I've heard out of training camp this year, uh, I think he's going to tear it up. I think he's going to be one of the best receivers, if not the best receiver in the game. And we can't sleep on Adam Thielen. I mean, every year he proves mm-hmm. that uh, he's one of the best. And every year people are saying, oh, now he's getting old. Now he's not, you know... Uh, Every year proves people wrong, and mm-hmm. that's what he's been doing his whole career, and I don't see it stopping anytime soon. So, <laughs>
1: yep. And, and Irv Smith Jr. Yes. is going to come out of the shadows with with no Kyle Rudolph. Uh, you know, he's he's bulked up. He's worked on his blocking. He is an above average receiver with you know as a tight end with high end speed. And uh, you know when you have Jefferson double teamed. Thielen needs a lot of focus. Now we have D.D. Westbrook, who can run the fly route. What? Who's going to cover the middle with Irv Smith Jr.? I mean, we've got a lot of weapons.
0: I'm getting too excited even thinking about this. <laughs> I, and then I think, you know, we signed Patrick Peterson. Another uh, weak point of our defense last year was our cornerbacks. We've got Cam Dantzler with another year under his belt. He already knows the system. Uh, he was a rising star last year. Uh, you got to expect him to... Have another phenomenal year. Uh, it just seems like everything is falling into place, and hopefully, um, hopefully everyone stays healthy because that's always the biggest, uh, uh biggest thing with uh, training camp and, uh, uh, early on in the season. Hopefully we stay healthy. One of the big bummers of the offseason for me is I was really hoping Aaron Rodgers was going to be traded, but uh, yep. at the end of the day, uh, we know we dominate the packers without Aaron Rodgers so we may as well beat them with Aaron Rodgers you know yeah. so yep. it it'll, it'll be more fun to win with a full full strength packer team so should mm-hmm. be fun and i think
1: even him being there he's he's going to stir up some more controversy and you know i think you know, especially so especially him yeah i mean the first thing he does when he comes back is basically <laughs> just call out all the problems and and with their organization and everything that he was holding in before. And, you know, I was just like, yes, let's yes. keep certain light and fires here. You know, as a
0: Viking <laughs> fan, I kind of like that stuff too. And, uh, you know, uh, that probably won't sit well with some of his teammates. So <laughs> hopefully mm-hmm. we can get something going here. And, hey,
1: maybe in the future he'll want to be a Viking. <laughs> yeah, yep. Uh, and, uh, and actually I saw when he – announced he was coming back he uh said something about you know i've let all my closest uh uh friends uh know the, uh, my decision and i believe as one of his offensive linemen tweeted i guess i'm not your closest one oh of your closest there friends, you go because he had no idea and uh and so uh, that's all I right that <laughs> and i heard another scary rumor about you know it, as a vikings fan we also don't like the saints Right, um, mainly just because of Sean Payton. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I actually heard uh, that Rodgers in New Orleans next year is a possibility. Which uh, that that would, would be nasty. Two of my least favorite people. Yeah, uh, I know.
0: On one on team, team, that would be totally frustrating. But if Rodgers does want to stick it to the Packers, we always have a spot at backup quarterback <laughs> behind Kirk Cousins. So yep, if he wants yep, to come over, he true. can – feel free to back up Kirk because <laughs> he, yeah, he, yep. he's our guy. I know a lot of people are um, low on Kirk Cousins or whatever. I think he's going to have a phenomenal year. Um, I can't wait to mm-hmm. see what he does. I think he's going to be a great leader for the team, and uh, I don't know. I'm just getting pumped about all this. Now, our Twins, on the other hand, I think they've got a few more things to sort out <laughs> before they get up to the top again. You know, I thought at the yeah. beginning of the year – you know, all the experts had them as one of the favorites for the World Series, and now looking back, it's mm-hmm. like, oh man, what went wrong? Well, we know the pitching hasn't been there, Free but agent uh, pitching, yeah, pitching—that's <laughs> it. And uh, oh, that's that's all I can say about that is just big sigh because uh, that's just been totally frustrating. But uh, hopefully, we can some of these new prospects we're getting will uh, shine in the future, and uh, we'll be saying in a few years that hey. That deal worked out, but I hope that if we get to that point and these guys are stars, that we don't just trade them for prospects. (laughs) We've been in this vicious cycle Uh, too long.
1: (laughs) Yep, yeah, that's it. Was really sad to see Barrios go. Oh, I Um, know. You know, it's your your one solid starting pitcher that came up through your organization. Yep, you know, kind of a kind of a fan favorite, even though you know a lot of people wanted him to take that next step and be the the clear ace and everything um you know he was or, always that borderline uh, one two pitcher uh and and it's uh, it's just too bad to see him go you could tell in his interview you know his exit interview that he He really didn't want to go, Um, so it it is unfortunate.
0: Very unfortunate there, and another one, a big fan favorite, Nelson Cruz is gone. Uh, Mm -hmm. That one was tough for me because I think he kind of started the Bomba squad, Uh, him coming to Minnesota and just kind of changing the culture because uh, I always think of the Minnesota Twins as a small ball team, and when he came, we just turned into – you know, uh, kind of like the Yankees of old, mm-hmm. like we're just going to be power hitters and we're just going to be fun to watch. And, uh, um, so that was frustrating to see him go. However, I did see that there may be a possibility of him coming back in the off season, which I would be m- pumped about. Um, that would be a lot yeah, of fun. Yep, It would, it would yeah, be cool be for-
1: Yeah. He, in, in, in an interview, um, you know, one of the reporters even flat out asked him, you know would you be open to returning to minnesota next year and he said absolutely yeah so that's exactly I, what you know, i want to hear yeah i mean you don't always hear that from a guy who's just getting traded but i think they sat down with him and said you know hey you're you're taking over the team here you're doing us a favor uh we want you to go and and take a shot at you know potentially getting a ring uh if it doesn't work out we'd love to have you back and and maybe we can use the the guys that we traded for you to, to help you get a ring next year with us. So. I like
0: the sound of all that. It, uh, you should probably be working in the front office with the twins, I think, too. So that's, uh, <laughs> that sounds like a great speech to give him on his way out the door. But uh, another cool thing would just be to have Nelson Cruz retire as a twin. I know he's been playing forever, yep. but there would be something cool about that. Um well, before I let you go here, I always have, like, a lightning round here. And Chelsea kind of helped me on a few of these questions. But uh, just quick questions. They might spark a little more conversation. But uh, some of this stuff, uh, I feel like I might know the answer to. It's tough interviewing a friend because you feel like you are <laughs> you know what they're going to be saying. But uh, all right, question number one, favorite video game of all time.
1: You know, deep in my heart I say spiral the dragon
0: there you go um,
1: that that was that I honestly I think that was the game that got me into video games growing up um and back to your whole uh before memory cards and saving and stuff you know I had the PlayStation 1 I was playing spiral actually with Joseph Brunges yes uh, and we were playing it for about five hours straight we we're probably seventy percent done at the game, oh. and then we tried to hit the save button and realized PlayStation One it doesn't come with a memory card. So, oh. run to Pomida at the time.
0: Oh man! Go buy
1: a memory card. Come back, put it in. Try to save. It only works if you boot the PlayStation with, with the, the memory, memory card. Start no. With. At, lost all the progress. I'd start over. Oh my goodness! Um, yeah. So that, that that yeah. Other you know. Otherwise, it's Call of Duty, obviously. Right, the but whole I,
0: franchise. I actually like that answer because you're right. I I had totally forgot about that game, and now that you say that, it just brings back all sorts of awesome <laughs> memories. So that's a great answer. All right. Question number two. Number one feature on Microsoft Eleven.
1: Oh, let's see. So. For Windows 11, probably the number one thing that I'm looking forward to is the uh, whole Amazon Android store built into the operating system. So you can run all any Android app that is available on the Amazon store. uh, You can actually run natively right in Windows, um, which is, I think, going to be just Huge for making your computer more personal and having that huge app library um, at your fingertips. And it's you know it's not the Google Play Store, so it's not the full Android um, you know gambit, but it's it's majority right. You know if you if you have a Kindle, whatever app you could download on your Kindle, you can now download and run right on Windows.
0: And that's something we never even touched in when we were talking about it. That sounds like a huge feature.
1: And another one that just popped into my mind is.
0: Uh, I think they were talking about uh, customizing widgets, and a lot of yep. uh, times you think, oh, widgets, they've been around forever. Nobody uses them, but it actually looked like in this release that they're going to be useful.
1: Yeah, yep. It'll, you know, and it'll have some AI behind it too. So it'll be able to you know, kind of try to find things that you like and are relevant for, you know, like news feeds and things like that. Um, it's not the creepy, um, Google level of, yes. <laughs> of, uh, collecting your data. It's, uh, it's, and, you know, and selling it, it's the, it's the useful way of collecting data and using it to better you. Um, you know, uh, I, that's always been a pet peeve of mine. Uh, you know, Google's whole business is, is run on, <laughs> on, on basically just. Stealing your personal information and your life. But, I mean, you agree to it through what, their terms and things like that. What's but happening just, all here? All they do is Are take you your t- information <laughs> and sell it.
0: <laughs> See, this will be perfect. This can be uh, a first interview with Isaac on my channel, and he's going to get me kicked off of YouTube. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yep. yep no, yeah, that, no, that's I'm-
0: that's good. Uh, that's good that they're actually uh, valuing the uh, privacy of the customer which is very nice because that's one of the huge things right now everyone wants to keep their information safe and it sounds like that's their number one priority
1: yeah yep uh, and Microsoft it's probably been about five years in the making now um, we've been a huge pusher in uh, basically you need to be upfront with what you know what you're using, Uh, when you download an application, uh, like you see in the web browsers now, uh, it's even saying, you know, hey, can we collect cookies on you or can we not? Um, You see questions like, uh, this application would like to use your microphone. Do you wanna allow that? You know, things like that uh, have have been in the works and and slowly getting into here. and, And now when you download apps, they're very transparent. You see Facebook starting to do it now too uh if you connect your facebook account to other apps uh they're saying okay here's a list of everything that facebook is going to give this company of your personal information um and a lot of that's actually started in europe with uh um with kind of cracking down on on how much information companies were taking and selling uh from users
0: see all that stuff is foreign to me as far as who's using what data and stuff, all I can say on that is it's terrifying to know that all (laughs) these companies know basically everything about you. And, uh, I, that's something very spooky to me. So, uh, when people have your privacy in mind, I guess I'm all for that. (laughs) It seems like a great feature Mm -hmm. to have. All right. Um, favorite movie of all time. Oh, That's boy. tough. Some of these, I I think, man, if I was asked this, would I have an answer? Probably not.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Growing up, I used to say "Baby's Day Out." You ever seen that movie? I've
0: never even seen that one. <laughs> it's it's almost it out. like
1: yeah, it, Margo would like it. Okay, I, I gotta show it to Theo sometime. So yeah, so just for some context, we both have two year old kids. Yes, and yep, uh, and uh, it's it's almost like Home Alone except for it's a baby who (laughs) uh gets kind of like kidnapped and then is escaping these robber guys who fall into all these traps and it's just you know just funny how they get hurt and things like that trying to catch this baby and and uh so that that was one of my favorites growing up otherwise i mean god it it's it's pretty tough i mean i'm a big star wars fan um so, but I, if I went Star Wars, I'd have to say, um, you know, probably uh, episode, I'd say episode five, probably. Um, See, and that that could be a whole nother podcast
0: episode, because I know you're a huge fan. I know Jacob, your brother, is a huge fan. Uh, maybe the next time a Star Wars is released, we'll have to get both you guys on the show just talking Star Wars. Because I know you guys... <laughs> know everything about those films.
1: Yeah, probably too much. <laughs> yeah. And are you into The Hobbit too, or is that just Jacob? Uh Jacob's a little more into that. He okay. got me into Lord of the Rings. Um, okay, I liked The Lord of the Rings better than The Hobbit.
0: Okay. Um, well, that kind of goes into my next question. If you could recommend a TV show, what would it be? And it can be current, past, anything
1: um well we will go back to star wars the mandalorian um it's the mandalorian is is truly uh it it brought back a lot of lifetime star wars fans if you're if you're a die hard star wars fan and you like the old ones you know from the 70s and 80s uh this this brings back that feel um and and it's all thanks to you know John Favreau and um, Fiona, I think is his last name. Uh, but the, I mean, there's a reason that they're, they're getting promoted up the chain at Disney and Lucas films. Um, they're, they want them running the show cause they, they did it right.
0: <laughs> well, I'm curious, uh, because when I started the whole season wasn't released and I do not like to watch shows where I've got to wait weekly. Is it all yep. done? You have two seasons to two watch seasons? now. Okay, now, yeah, I, two now I can dive season. back into it. So yep. uh, I, I like that because I, I don't like the thing like, oh, man, I finish, I re, they leave you on a cliffhanger, and you've got to wait a week. That just drives me nuts. <laughs> so uh, yep. if Chelsea and I ever finish Survivor, which we've been going through all the old seasons, I'll have to get back on to Mandalorian.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see here, number five. What would be more satisfying: twins winning the World Series or the Vikings winning a Super Bowl?
1: Boy, I the Vikings need to get that Super Bowl. Yep. Um, you know, if because the Twins have their World Series. Yep. Uh, every every time you talk to a Packers fan, uh, they just say, "Oh, how many rings do you have?" Yep. I know that's <laughs> it. That's right. And, and that's all they ever say, no matter what your point is or whatever, that's that's their only comeback I ever hear. So but um, it would be nice to put that to rest. Uh,
0: that would be my answer too. I would say Vikings Super Bowl. And I think part of it is how close they've gotten in the past and we just have I mean, it's almost just terrible luck, you know? It just seems like this is impossible. That couldn't have just happened, you know? We're a better team than the team we're playing, and we just find a way. But uh, one of these years, we're going to find a way to win it, and it is going to be so satisfying.
1: (laughs) Yes, yep. And if we do make it to the Super Bowl, we better win it because – I don't even want to make it to the Super Bowl if we're just going to lose. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. That's just it. I mean, if we get there, let's just finish the job. I mean, oh, yeah. man, that'd be so awesome. I, I told Chelsea I would probably cry if if they won the Super Bowl. I' mm-hmm. Pretty sure I would. Uh, all right. If you were to start a personal YouTube channel tomorrow, what would be your subject
1: matter? Ooh, that's a tough one you know i i could i could potentially go with a lego themed channel um because uh i i do i do like keeping up on the lego sets especially the lego star wars stuff um but uh at the same time i mean i like you and I and my brother and, you know, we could, we could talk sports all day. We could get all Bo day. in here too And yes. And, uh, you know, our friend Luke could tell us everything about sports. Absolutely. Uh, we're just kidding. He, he knows <laughs> nothing about sports, but he pretends he does. He, awesome. he would give us great feedback <laughs> though.
0: He would have great yeah. commentary to go along with, with whatever we're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think sports would be something that would be awesome. I mean, uh, We could talk about it for days, and we have talked about sports for days. So, (laughs) all right. Question number seven You're dropped onto a deserted island, and you are given a cell phone to get an airdrop with two items. What are the two items you're calling in?
1: Well, probably need the life straws work on salt water.
0: That's a good question. I've got a life straw. I'll have to look at the back of it and see uh, if salt water would be filtered through that thing. I I don't know the answer to that. I'll have okay. to check that out. But
1: that that, that so, something that would make sure I could get clean water would be would have to be one of them. Yep. Um. You know, and maybe that's even just a maybe that's even just a pot that yep. I can boil. That you can
0: boil something on.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Um. Uh. Yeah. And then. It would be pretty, pretty important to be able to start a fire. So I'd go with like a flint or something that, uh, some, some long lasting fire starting source.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think I, the
1: rest I could figure out.
0: <laughs> yep. I think that's very good choices. All right. Number eight, what product are you most excited about that will be coming out uh, in the near future. And that it doesn't have to be like a technology product. It can be a vehicle. It could be anything. Uh, do you have anything on your radar that you're excited about?
1: Um, yeah, I, I mean, I am pretty interested to see where the electric car market's going to go. Um, you know, the, the Ford lightning really intrigues me. Looks Um, very cool. uh, And they, they've just thought of everything with that too um so yeah i guess uh, the ford lightning might be the thing that that i would be most excited to like i would just love to actually see touch feel one um you know and then also uh just see how does it perform in in our north dakota climate too Uh, that's the biggest
0: concern for me as well i mean i just would like to see what kind of mileage you could get in 30 below weather mm -hmm. um I mean, it can't be good, can it? I mean, you wouldn't think it would be able yeah. to be
1: good, but uh, you know, with yeah, the technology
0: they've got, who knows?
1: Yeah, it's, it's hard to say. I think Ford's thought about it more than Tesla, I think. Yep. Um, where, you know, for, Ford has what they call a torture test, uh, where they put, I think it's like a million miles on every uh, pickup before they release the new models um, through various climates. And so they might have one guy who's doing rigorous testing and puts on a hundred thousand miles up in alaska and then another one you know down in the desert and um you know and then one doing other things and and they i I remember him saying something about their their batteries in a like watertight insulated capsule oh wow um so yeah so you can you know you can take your truck through water whatever it's not going to hurt the battery and i I just wonder if if that insulation or the way they did that uh would actually make it so that your battery wouldn't get that cold to the point where it's affected um you know unless you parked outside for several days or something
0: right and at that point really any vehicle would have issues i mean even the gasoline vehicles you know you've got a battery in there (laughs) if you have it outside and it's 30 below (laughs) for several days you're probably not going to be getting it started, but, uh, yeah, that's a great product to look forward to. All right. Number nine,
1: favorite athlete. Favorite athlete, man. (sighs) Might have to go with Kevin Garnett there. Okay. I like Um, that answer. Just, just because of how fierce of a competitor he was. And, uh, you know, he brought it every day. And uh, he's probably one of the only athletes that I followed to another team. Right. Uh, you know, when he went to the Celtics, I was a hundred percent on board with. Like, I'm I'm now a Celtics fan. I'll still watch the Timberwolves, but yep. But while he was there, I was you know I bought Celtics gear. I was you know, and you know I don't know that if I ever had a player that I followed to another team like that. Um, that because because I liked him so much.
0: That's true. How sweet would that have been though if he could have won an NBA title in Minnesota? Uh, that would have yep. been the ultimate. And I think he could have been close. You know, if Marbury would have stuck around, uh, mm-hmm. boy, uh, what could have <laughs> been? I guess you know we'll never know. But uh, he was a very fun player to watch, and he was able to win with the Timberwolves, which is something nobody else has yeah. been able to do. So you got to give him credit there. It would have been really cool to see him own the Timberwolves now. That was the next thing I was hoping, you know, with the new ownership group, I was hoping maybe they'd reach out a hand and say, Hey, KG, come on in, be part of the ownership group, get the fan base, you know, excited and uh, make us feel kind of comfortable that you're not going to be moving the team, (laughs) you know, to Seattle or something like that. But I don't know. Those are, uh, just some thoughts. It, it would have been cool to see him as an owner.
1: Yep, And I actually saw uh, Alex Rodriguez and um, who's the other guy that uh, helped that's buying the Timberwolves. He's a big, big online. Right. Yep. Um, I think he lives like the online retail for Walmart or something like okay. some big online retailer guy. Um, but they actually watched a video on Kevin Garnett talking about the city and the Timberwolves and how he loves that city and would, you know, die for it, basically. And uh, Alex Rodriguez actually said after watching that video, he made the decision to keep the Timberwolves in Minneapolis. I like that. And
0: and I hope they're just not saying that, you know, (laughs) because you you never know. you never know if they could just say, "Oh, you know what? We were gonna keep them there, but now we got a better deal, mm-hmm. so we're gone." But uh, it would it would yep. be cool if they kept them, and it would be cool if they could create a winning mentality because obviously people like winners, and the reason there isn't the attendance is because they don't win. If if they're winning, I mean, the people would come. So,
1: yep yeah it's at some point the timberwolves have to have to catch a break on you know hopefully anthony edwards is that break with, could be with our draft picks and you know because people you know lonzo ball or not lonzo ball lamella ball got you know rookie of the year and whatever but th- you can argue that you know it's it's because he got playing time right away you know anthony edwards yep. had a transition between two different coaches um obviously under uh, Finch, he had way more playing time and he was way more successful. He got way more, you know, coach Finch got way more talent out of Ant, um, and after he came.
0: Yeah. I feel like he wants to be the guy, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. I feel like he's not afraid to take the shot at the final seconds. And some of our other players, I feel like,
1: uh, you
0: know, they wouldn't want that responsibility to be the top guy. Yeah, they the might guy.
1: pass it up. Yep, exactly. So I'm <laughs> yep. excited
0: to see what comes with uh, Anthony Edwards. He, he should be a lot of fun to watch. All right, final question. Biggest role model in your life?
1: Now, that's going to be a oh tough boy. one. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, it, it, you'd think it'd be tough, but, you know, it's that, that easy, sappy answer. It's definitely my dad. You know, Um he's uh just a great guy and always kept me in sports and and you know taught me that faith is super important in your life and to keep the faith and uh you know just growing up uh he was like like my coach growing up and and you know and i still love sports today because of the time that i spent with my dad playing when we were younger and and uh so definitely my dad yep
0: and uh I can
1: second that I know him firsthand he is
0: a phenomenal guy and when you say he coached you he coached all of us I mean back when we had the v-wolves we didn't even talk about v-wolves my dad your dad I mean that was just uh unbelievable amount of fun I mean I'll never forget that stuff the rest of my life but uh yeah you know uh Absolutely. I think uh, you're right. Uh, When you say that's a tough question, it is a tough question, but for a lot of us, that question is probably very easy. So uh, I think that's a wonderful answer, a wonderful way to end the podcast. Uh, I want to thank you for being on the show the first time, but I hope in the future you'll be able to come on a lot more, um, even just talking sports, talking uh, technology stuff coming out. Uh, video games, anything. Uh, as you can tell, we've talked for an hour now, and uh, I feel like the time just flies. So, we could go uh, forever. We could go forever. A, it's uh, it's endless. It, I mean,
1: yeah, this is. Uh, I mean, it's like our Call of Duty on the weekends. It's yep. Sometimes it's hard to put down the controller and go to sleep because we could just keep going, talk and talk uh, and
0: talk. Yep, that's yeah, what we should have yep, a segment. And, uh, Chelsea just drops a topic. Just go on and on about it. <laughs>
1: yep yep exactly and uh i was gonna say i'm gonna uh break up your broadcast a little bit okay and i'm gonna say you're getting a gift
0: oh my goodness hey i like that hey awesome
1: we've Uh, got dr squatch pine tar scented soap
0: well that is awesome this yes, is this man. is a Preston Jensen's <laughs> podcast first where I'm going to be getting a gift. Uh, that's yes. that's amazing. I cannot wait to try it out because if it smells anything like regular
1: pine tar, that's going to be
0: phenomenal.
1: Oh, I tell you what. Every time I smell it, I think of baseball, and it it's the best. And it it's the only soap I've ever had. It actually has sand and oatmeal in it. Which basically it's like you're getting a batch back scratch while you're using it. It it's amazing. So and
0: believe it or not, audience, <laughs> we are not sponsored here. Uh, but uh, hey, if anyone's listening with this soap company, I can't wait to try it out. Hopefully, we can get a sponsorship out of this. That'd be sweet. But uh, I yeah, can't Dr. wait to try Sprott,
1: it out. Send us a few. Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah well, hey, we'll test them out. That sounds great. Uh, it sounds. I, I've never tried it yet, but I've heard you talk about it. Uh, a lot and I've heard Luke talk about it a lot so it must be some amazing soap. I can't wait to try it. Uh, thank you Isaac that's that's gonna be fun to fun to get Heck yes um hopefully we'll talk to you in the future on this podcast. can we can we get you to say that yes you will come on in the future
1: Oh yes, yes all right definitely there. and and maybe we can make a fantasy football theme or something but get Bo and Jacob in here. Maybe even Titus. Who I, knows? I
0: like the sound of that. Uh, either way, we're going to have a lot of fun episodes coming out in the future. Uh, stay tuned for more episodes with Isaac. Uh, a lot of people uh, I've got lined up that you guys should be excited about. Uh, stay tuned, and thank you, and see you next week.